Um, moving on, though, the Suns, like I said, man, the Sunday schedule for the NBA was ridiculous. At 3.30, we had the Suns and Lakers right after a close Sixers-Wizards game. And you could just kind of tell immediately that this was just different. It was just the energy in the stadium. The Suns came out there hitting threes. It was like, damn, they are ready for the moment. The crowd. Remember, a lot of people, as we know, New York hasn't been in the playoffs for seven years. The Suns have been equally bad, equally as long. And so those two crowds really did carry God of it, you know, yesterday for real. Um, and they were just loud. They were explosive. And they came out. They got an early lead, and they never gave it up. Chris Paul did have an injury in the game, a right shoulder contusion, but he continued to play. It was clearly hampered, but went out there and played. But Devin Booker was a story. 34 points for Booker. DeAndre Ayton, 21 and 16 as well as the Suns won 99-90. And LeBron, 18 points in a not-try-LeBron game. And AD struggled from the field, 5-16. So, Dom, what did you see out of this one? What I really see, and I don't know if everybody else sees it, but what I see is 45 minutes played from Booker. So He didn't play the whole second half. Yeah, yeah. You mean he did? No, he 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 did until the, he sat for a minute in the fourth, but then Cameron Payne got ejected because Cameron Payne was about to lose in the game. Which yeah, not a minute, but yeah. And then they put him right back in there, and they're like, "All right, fine." You know. Oh yeah, but he did get the extended break because they like got into a yep. fight, yep. so it was like a, it was forty five, but it was really like probably like it was a little more time. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, nah, Devin Booker, he went out there. He did play, you know. He went out there. He played 45 minutes of the game. And the question is, is he going to need to do that consistently yes. for them to have a shot? And the question will be, you know, he's young. He's only, like, 24 or 25 or something. But, like, will he be able to consistently do that throughout a seven-game series? He can Like, one game is cool. I mean, he seemed fine. He seemed okay when he was doing it. He didn't seem gassed or nothing like that. But to put that, but to put all that pressure on somebody who's never made the playoffs before, to put them out there for forty-five minutes. I mean, again, like we were saying, like we were saying earlier in the season, you know, they were pacing themselves for the most part earlier in the season. And like you look at the Knicks, Randall only played thirty-six minutes. Rose only played 37 minutes. Those were the two leading minutes. And we all talked about how, you know, Thibodeau runs people into the ground. So for Booker to play 45 minutes, and if he got to consistently do that, will he be able to, you know, keep up? He was amazing last night. Will he be able to keep up these performances? So that's something I'm looking at. But, I mean, the Lakers – they're offensively, they're they're offensively, you know, challenged. They're a really good defense, but they can't really score until LeBron feels like turning up and AD gets foul calls because AD can't shoot that well. So, I mean, whenever, whenever that and KCP only shot one for seven from three, which you know he's obviously been one of their most important players throughout the last few seasons. So, you know. Well, if the off if the offense is going to be this bad, then they're not going to beat nobody. But once LeBron and AD, you know, start doing what they do, and if K and when KCP's shot comes back, they'll be fine. Oh, it'll come back next game. Twitter, Twitter's ready. <laughs> Twitter's 
Twitter ready. Twitter sees it. Um, but Darnell, what were your thoughts? I remember a couple of podcasts ago, you asked me about the Lakers and how I thought about them and their chances. And I told you that they looked a little vulnerable to me. And I think to, or yesterday was one of those days where you saw why. Um, because obviously Anthony Davis, you would expect he had one game towards the end of the season where he exploded. He had 30 yeah, plus. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, okay, he had two. Okay, two. He had two games toward the end of the season where he looked like his old self. Mm-hmm. So we expected him in the playoffs to be able to hit a switch and just resume that level of play. But it just – so far in the first game, it wasn't so easy. Um, you have to give credit to, um, obviously, um, DeAndre Aiden. He did a really good job on him, getting contests on his jump shots and – Anthony Davis, when he can't make his jump shots, you see he's not the most – he really plays in outside in, more so than inside out. Yeah. Because, you know, once his jump shot's going, he can rely on his handle more, get to the basket. He don't he's like getting willing. touched. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a really finesse player. So, it's kind of tough for him to get, you know, it going when he doesn't have his jump shot falling. So, this is going to be something to watch for because I don't think the rest of the Lakers are really good shooters outside of – I don't – Anthony Davis is a come-and-go shooter. Um, LeBron James is a come-and-go shooter. KCP is probably the most consistent shooter in the starting lineup for sure. And you look at the bench, you got to – you obviously got to get more from Kuzma. That was awful performance. Like, why is he only taking two shots? Why is he just should be more productive than that for them? Montrez was pretty good in his minutes, honestly, but it's just a hard matchup for him against some of the other. Like he can't play against DeAndre Aiden. That that's a reason why you see a guy like Aiden get eight re- offensive rebounds because he's just too small. But all credit to the Suns, Devin Booker. I don't think he has to play forty five minutes a game, but this is the playoffs, and if that's what it calls for. Then so be it. And it's going to be real crucial if Cameron Payne, he's going to have to step up because if Chris Paul is hampered in any way, then obviously it's going to be too much on Devin Booker's shoulders to where he's going to need another guard to give him some kind of of a break there. So that's my thoughts. I'm debating whether or not Andre Drummond can be out here. Because as bad as he was on defense, and he can't guard DeAndre Aiden because Aiden's too fast, and he messes up their rotations, he did get seven offensive boards and kind of was keeping them in the game. The tough thing about all of this with every Lakers game one or every LeBron game one is that he's not going to try. You know he's not going to try. You can tell. He's going to try like 50%. Came out there shooting threes. He shot seven of his 13 shots with threes. Um and the, the whole issue with that really is, is that AD is going to follow whatever LeBron does. So if he sees LeBron not attacking, he's not going to attack too. He's like, oh, it's not serious yet. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll wait for game two to do that. It was clearly the body language from both of them. Because as you can see, AD five foul, five free throws. LeBron, five three free throws. And like I said, he took seven threes. AD was just taking a bunch of mid-range jumpers. They weren't going in. But, again, he does play it outside in. 
but we've seen him in the playoffs go right to the basket first early and then get his shot going like that. Um, so to me, I, I just, I can't, I, can't, I don't want to overreact, but the Suns did play. They played great. I mean, Devin Booker wasn't guardable. One thing I will say is for them to win the series at some point, maybe not for whole games, but for stretches, LeBron's going to take Devin Booker. Nobody else on the team can guard him. They have no answers. So they're just going to have to do that and just be like, all right, if he's just going to be the only dude, if Chris Paul is going to be hurt, he's just going to be the only guy scoring, you know, him or Aiden. Well, basically passes from him to Aiden. We got to stop that, right? So that's one thing. One other thing is Crowder. He was 0 for 7 from deep. Expect that to be a little better. Um, both teams struggle from three. A lot of teams obviously struggle from three. It's the first playoff game, a lot of nerves. But, but yeah, one thing from both these teams, um, the Lakers do it a lot more than the Suns, but 14 turnovers apiece as well. Suns averaged, I think, 12 a game during the season, they were saying. So, but you know, obviously, Chris Paul had trouble dribbling the ball. So, we're going to see how that kind of affects things. But, hey, man, I'm, I'm interested in the series, obviously. LeBron does what he does in game ones. And now we're going to have to see because the, the concern with the whole thing is, is LeBron old, right? He looks, he looked fine to me. I will say that. But he wasn't trying. So when he starts trying, these are the games. These are the games where, if you want a max contract, you gotta turn up. <laughs> he was five of seven for fourteen. I don't know what you want him to do. He, he if he thinks he's Kyrie Irving, he gotta try and be Kyrie Irving. You want him to shoot more shots? Like I don't. Yes. that's what people. That's what yeah. people just told him not to do. People just yelled at him for shooting it more. I'm not blaming Schroeder. I'm blaming LeBron for not trying. I'm not even blaming LeBron because he is what he does. He's feeling it out. He's seeing who can come with him. Schroeder proved he was Schroeder proved that he can calm down enough to not be a complete liability. He was five of seven with 14 points. I don't know. I'm not blaming him. AD, I can blame AD. But I also know that AD is going to go as LeBron goes. So if he starts. He sees LeBron get more aggressive. He's going to get more aggressive. Now, one crazy thing out of this game that we didn't mention was the Suns literally did have zero free throws at halftime. So that yeah. could be anything that could change as well. The Lakers had 17 and the Suns had zero. And keep in mind, this is without LeBron being in attack mode. So that's one thing. We'll see if the refs keep trying to cheat them. But, hey, man, it is. They fought through that. It did. They fought through a lot. They thought. That ejection, though, I will say, just helped them out. But <clears throat> Game two. <clears throat> All right, so let's jump into it. <clears throat> Sorry, the Lakers beat the Suns 109-102 after losing game one, so they tie up the series. LeBron James, 23 points, nine assists. AD took over 34 points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, 21 free throws. And Dennis Schroeder with 24 as well. So those three really leading the way. And for the Suns, Devin Booker, 31 points on 17 shots. Aiton continued to play great. 22 points. 17 free throws. 17 free throws. Aiton, 23 points. 22 points, 10 rebounds, and 13 shots. 
Cameron Payne tried off the bench, 19.7 assists for him as well to give him a spark really in the fourth, but they couldn't quite get this win. Obviously, Chris Paul still dealing with injury. So, Dom, what did you see out of this? I mean, you know, the, the Suns, they just – they did fight. I just think if Chris Paul is going to be hampered, it's just not much they're going to be able to do because if he's only going to be able to play 20 minutes a night, it's, that's just not going to work. He had. I really don't even. I don't even think it's Phoenix' fault at this point if they lose. Like obviously, you know, the Lakers have LeBron, AD, so you know they're they're just they just have the two best players on on the on the court. But <coughs> when it comes down to it, bro, they're not gonna win any series. Cameron Payne can try as hard as he can. He had nineteen point seven assists. Devin Booker, even though he was a little, you know, even though he was a little relaxed in the first half. He turned up in the second half. You know, he he got to the free throw line. He was way more aggressive in the second half, and he did what he could. But, again, if Chris Paul can only play 22 minutes this game, their encore coach, you know, their, their, their main – their point guard, like, it's just not anything they're going to be able to do. That's, that's my takeaway. Mm-hmm. Darnell, what are your thoughts? I mean, I pretty much agree with Dom. Like, if Chris Paul's going to be – He's only played – if he only – he played seven second-half minutes. And if that's all you can get out of him, that's a sign that it's probably the end of the season because Chris Paul is so valuable to the team. And we talked about just him as a possible league MVP. So just imagine if he's that valuable to the league, how valuable he is to the Suns. Like, he's everything for them. Like, he's the difference between them being – the number two seed and then being a seven seed or something, or even out of the playoffs. So I think that um, it was a really nice showing from Anthony Davis, him, you know, having a bounce back game. Like I thought that he would. LeBron looked a little more spry than, you know, some of the other games. He hit four of nine threes. That's a good sign. You got some, some scoring from Schroeder. So if, we like like Dom said, if we got to hamper Chris Paul, it looks like the Lakers are going to advance. And yes, my only takeaway. Yeah, I have one other takeaway, obviously, other than that. Um, Drummond to me has proven to be effective out there. So that's kind of something I, I was wondering in game one if he was really effective, but then I was looking, he's only minus four. Um, and in this game, 15 points, 12 rebounds. He was really huge for them early. Five offensive boards and Schroeder. With LeBron kind of turning it up to like 80%, um, him and Schroeder really did look a lot better out there. So that was good. But yeah, if Chris Paul obviously can't play, and this is the story of his whole playoff career pretty much, at least for the last, you know, however many years, I want to say. The only time he was able to play was the time where they folded that 3 1 lead against Houston. Yeah. Against Houston. Yeah, against the backups. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, against Josh Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. I just fell asleep on that game because, like, oh, they're about to just win the series. It's over. And then that happened. But, um, but nah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's just a sad story. And here we are again. And Chris Paul is hurt. And everyone's like, what if? And, I mean, if that's all I can give you, Lakers, Lakers in six, maybe five. I don't think we have a game like this. It's because Booker and Aiton, that's what they're going to give you. I mean, they're both playing great. 
I mean, no one else can really give you much. So it is what it is. Game three. All right, so let's jump into it. The Lakers beat the Suns 109-95 as LeBron continues to slowly turn up the dial on what he decides to do to the Suns team. And Chris Paul still does not look like himself. Um, only seven points, six assists for Paul out there. DeAndre Ayton continues you know, what he's been doing all series. 22-11, and 11, but Devin Booker struggled this game. 19 points, 6 of 19 from the field. And Crowder, 1 for 7 from 3. Meanwhile, on L.A., LeBron, 21, 9 6, 6 rebounds. A.D., trying to tell you guys, man, whenever he feels like it, he's good for 34. He's got to fall down in this game. He said, you know what, if LeBron's going to try, I'm going to try. 14 free throws, 34 points, 11 rebounds for him as well. And Schroeder trying to make that money, 20 points as well. And bothering Devin Booker to the point where he again gets another star ejected. This was late in the game, pushed him off a layup. He got ejected. Crowder got ejected. Both probably got ejected because they were mad. The Lakers well, he defense, fouled out. Booker fouled out. He got ejected. That's what they said he got ejected. Mm. Yeah, they said he, he had six ejected. fouls, though. Hey, man. He probably got both. But he still got ejected Yeah, because, uh, you know, he had to lead the arena. Mm-hmm. Normally, uh, when you yeah. fall out, you still have you get to stay. Yeah, man, messed up my read. Anyway, so yes, Schroeder again bothering another star player into an injection, as we saw him do with Kyrie earlier in the year. So, Darnell, what were your thoughts on this game and the series? The Lakers are now up two one. Yeah, I think uh, obviously when whenever Anthony Davis decides that he wants to be the Anthony Davis that we know and love, then the Slaker team is dangerous. When he reverts back to being the Anthony Davis that we saw towards, well, pretty much all season, regular season, then the Slaker team is vulnerable. So they're going to pretty much go as Anthony Davis goes right now until LeBron decides that he's A, either healthy enough, or B, just he just decides that he wants to and put his impression on the playoffs. But I think getting good production out of Schroeder was impressed was important for them and getting good rebounding numbers all around from Kuzma and Drummond. That really helped winning the rebounding battle 51 to 35. That's a big number. Devin or DeAndre Aiden had 22 and 11, but he can't be the leading scorer for the Suns, obviously. He's meant to be the third guy. So anytime he's the number one guy, that means that they're not getting production out of Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And we know that's been the catalyst behind the Phoenix Suns getting a two seed was how well he's been playing. So the Suns, without a healthy Chris Paul, we said it before, they got good production out of Cameron Payne in his absence, but it's just not enough because we know that bench just doesn't have enough depth if you put Cameron Payne into the start lineup. So the Suns are up for a tall task to win another game this series, and I think the Lakers end up winning ultimately. Ironically, they are the catalyst, but they've been the entire worry the whole season uh, are their guard catalyst, um, as we talked about how they could sometimes disappear. Now they are playing number one defense in the league, and Chris Paul's hurt, but still just an interesting thing. Um, Dom, what are your thoughts? I mean, like I said last time, you know, the – Chris Paul being being injured, that just harms it all for them. We saw he was out there minus 20. I mean, 
I don't think that's just him. I think it's just him being hampered. And like we said, like y'all said, he might as well just sat this game out, recovered a little bit, but because this, this was going to be a result either way. But, I mean, <clears throat> a non-healthy Chris Paul means it's going to be a five-game series. Yeah, it's pretty much over. Um, LeBron's not going to do anything more than he has to. AIDS told AD, AO, bro, just win the series. AD's like, I guess I'll fall to the ground. 14 times a game. He got 20 free throws last time, 14. This time, remember, he had like two in game one. And as I've told you guys, and as I tell all the AD slanderers, the dudes, the, the complicated thing about AD is the fact that he's so fragile, but his biggest strength is falling to the ground. So I don't even blame that. And he got his championship. I don't blame him for every game one not wanting to come out there or every regular season game. Not wanting to come out there and just fall and get hit in his shit all the time. I'm okay with it. And now we, he saw he had to see LeBron do it. And LeBron told him, hey, man, we need you to do it, bro. Because I don't know, he might not be 100% or he might just be saving it for later in the postseason when he needs it. Um, and ironically, next round, it looks like he'll also kind of get the same as we look at, you know, Nuggets Blazers, kind of get the same kind of thing, right? Where AD can be their best player. Um, so for the Lakers, hey man, we're happy about everything going on. Obviously, right now in the playoffs, Schroeder is really snapping. Um, he's kind of become, you know, definitely the third guy, if not at some points, the second guy of the series with his scoring production. And LeBron gets to just be the chess masters, move out there, move these pieces around. And their defense, again, is looking incredible. Yeah, we know Chris Paul's hampered, but. Devin Booker had a great game one, solid game two. In this game, he just, just had nowhere to go. They just had the clamps on them really all game. And it was an impressive defensive performance out of them and why we all picked them to go to the finals. So, and, and kudos to Lakers. Moving. Game four. Moving on. Hey, man, someone who honestly should do the opposite of what I'm telling Luca to do. Because this guy, as we know, he's had injury problems, but he stayed healthy the one year. One season. And now that injury rearing his ugly head as the Suns beat the Lakers 192. Anthony Davis left at halftime with an injury. Thought, honestly, it would be worse when I saw it live because it looked like he was fouled and they didn't get the call. As again, he was like, all right, I guess it's time for me to start running into people. Um, but this game, hey, Left with a quick injury to Anthony Davis, two of nine, six points. When you saw LeBron try in the fourth quarter to rev it up, but they were already down after a big third quarter run for the Suns. So LeBron, 25 points, 12 rebounds, six assists, but it wasn't enough. Suns end up winning the game. Chris Paul looked much better, 18 points, nine assists, and Devin Booker was 17 as well. Um, what were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it was one of those games where everyone gave you consistency for the Suns. You got it from Aiden. He's been rebounding the ball really well this series. He gave you 14 and 17. Devin Booker, not the greatest game for him. One of five from the three-point line, five of 14 overall, 17 points. Not the efficiency that he normally produces. Chris Paul was honestly seven of 15, gave you 18, gave you nine assists, only with zero turnovers, that's the leadership that they need. And that was the biggest difference was a healthy Chris Paul. And you got the production off the bench from Cameron Payne. 
13 points, even though he was a minus five. Um, it didn't matter. He They still needed his scoring just to kind of give Chris Paul a breather yeah. out there. He only played 31 minutes. So the Lakers, they, they're not getting the consistency from the others that they had a season ago. It's like the luck's not on their side this year. Um, so it's a lot of pressure on the LeBron Jameses and Anthony Davises of the world. And for Anthony Davis to leave with the injury, now he's out of the equation. All of the pressure is on LeBron. And like you, like you said, like in, he tried in the fourth quarter. He had 11 points in the quarter, but it wasn't enough to beat the Suns team. And he's going to have to go into scoring mode. And I know, like, like we said, the first, first game for sure, he was kind of a fill-out game for him, trying to see where he can put his imprint on the game. And now that he's kind of figured out how they're going to defend him, he's going to have to attack. And I'm looking for him to be – I'm looking at him to leave it all out there for game five. Like, even though they're not – their backs aren't against the wall and it's tied 2-2, he has to make sure he, – he can't play around. Yeah. So I'm I'm not expecting him to I'm expecting him to get a lot of field goal attempts. He's just gonna have to get them up. So that's what I expect to see. Not probably not as many assists as, as normally, because I don't know if he can put those guys in that position just with so much pressure on the line. So that's my thoughts on the game. Mm-hmm. I got a couple. Uh, Chris pause, we saw this is what this is what Lucas situation is gonna be on Wednesday. But Chris mm-hmm. Paul saw him last game, him off the injury, didn't look obviously he's had he's been interesting game one, but he had he hadn't had like a two day rest day until Sunday, right? And so that extra mm-hmm. day you saw he looked completely different. Um hitting those mid-range jumpers starting to look much better. Now today it's gonna be a one day rest day, so we're gonna see. But that's something to keep an eye on. But I think hopefully Chris Paul, you know, can keep this up. Booker, as you said, struggled. Hey, someone's gotta shoot the ball. And from LeBron, yeah, he did take 21 shots. Um, he started shooting it a lot later, but he can't. He just can't shoot seven three. It's it's that time, right? Um, and we assume he can rev it up there. I, I assume that he's going to do. He's going to give you 30, 35. But you're you are completely correct about the the other guys, right? Like they're not getting help from the others. And there's an interesting thing that I saw in this game. A couple of interesting things. Drummond can't be out there without AD, actually. So, and they noticed it um, because it, without AD in there, you now, he becomes your only post threat. You can't just be completely bigger. And Aiton can handle him if it's just him. If it's him and AD and LeBron, you know I mean? I have three rebounders who can get a board. It's a little more difficult. And you can get some offensive boards on Aiton. That was their big advantage. But without AD in there, it's just now it's just two. Now it's just two yeah. guys. LeBron is taking threes this game. So now it's just one. And they're like, all right, Drummond, you can't be out here because you're not doing anything. Um, and you're not stopping him on the other end. So, and again, Anthony Davis helps out with that on those rotations and things like that. Um, the other thing is Schroeder. Yikes. You know, yep. 13, eight points. He was awful. They needed him. I remember one play. And we're talking like momentum here. I I think it, it had gotten down to either a seven or a five point lead. And 
The game's like teetering. I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, man, the Suns might hold this game in the fourth quarter because LeBron turned it up that notch. He's like, all right, all right, all right. He's like, he saw the situation. A little disappointing that he didn't do it in the third. I guess he was still trying to see if someone would help him because he knew he needed to save it till the fourth. But he was like, all right, in the fourth, he's like, let me see if I can steal this game. And Marcus Gasol played great, hit some threes, was passing. Can I think he's got to start next game. It's the whole reason they brought him was in the, and honestly, in case of this emergency, that emergency glass, they broke it, said Mark Gasol, and they threw him out there. And he was actually really good, but during the game, Suns are missing shots. They miss one. Schroeder gets it down there, gets a layup opportunity, and just smoked it. And then next time down the court, boom, the Suns get it right off the, because, you know, transition, the, the easiest way to score is off of either a missed layup or a turnover. Right off that missed layup, boom, 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 Devin Booker, open three, see you later. And I was like, damn, Schroeder really just sold the whole game because they they were – it was teetering and they really were about to come back to that. And he's just been – he hasn't been bad. He was good a couple games, but they're going to need him to score 15 to 20. And this is the big thing, right? As we see the Clippers looking better and as we see the Lakers still teetering, it's that Schroeder-Rondo. And we know Schroeder's a better scorer, I can say that. But now LeBron is trusting Marc Gasol to do all of the point, other point guard duties, I guess point center duties, as opposed to last year where he had Rondo to help him out. And obviously, like we said, AD, I think he might have missed one playoff game. I don't think he missed any last year. That's a huge difference as well. But that's why you're seeing less production from the others, less production from those other people, is because they don't have a Rondo out there to help out LeBron. Like LeBron can pass as much as he wants, but you still need other guys who can move the ball. And Mark Gasol is going to have to be that guy. He also had a bad turnover late. It was bad. Um, yeah. It was really bad. I was like, damn, Mark. <laughs> they, all, they, all, they all got close enough. And Mark, you know, you don't want to blame him, but he was bad. But he was good down the stretch. But that turnover was really awful. And they're going to have to be really crisp, really clean for this game. I... I think the Lakers are going to win, but it's going to take a lot from LeBron. And this, to me, though, if I'm being completely honest, they did this to themselves with the way they came out in this game. Because you could see it. You could see that they're just like, oh, we're just going to turn it up at some point and win the game, right? And then they right. didn't. Yeah. But you could just feel it. I was like, and I even said, um, you know, this legendary group chat, I was talking about the game. And I was like, oh, the Lakers about to be up 10 in the third. But little did I know that they, I saw Anthony Davis like limp. I didn't think he was going to be gone for the rest of the game because he limps all the time. Um, but I was like, oh, they're just going to turn it up. And that's what they thought. And then without Anthony Davis, they just had, they had nothing, man. They were just like, oh, shit. Like, you know, we kind of messed around a little too much with this one. And now as opposed to being up 3-1, even if you were up 3, because I think if they had pushed it a little bit early in the game, like, you know what I mean, played better early and they had a lead going in halftime. Even without Anthony Davis, I think, I think LeBron can get it done. Now you're looking at two more games minimum, and LeBron's already telling you he's hurt, and he's trying to conserve his energy, and now AD is out. And how, do we have any Do we have any news on how long he's possibly going to be out? Is he out for the rest of the like, round now? He's got a strain. He's there. I saw that Wolves was pessimistic, or Wolves was hearing pessimistic reports about his status for game five, so – pretty much can say that he won't play game five. Yeah. The status from there is pretty much up in the air. Mm -hmm. um, 
he hasn't been ruled out yet, mm-hmm. but there's been no timetable of a possible return either. So now you're looking at exactly like if LeBron can't get this done, he's out three two. Now you got to put a D back out there. I don't think they're going to lose the series, but obviously it's 2-2, so anything could happen, just like with the Clippers match. Anything could happen, especially if you're going to miss your second-best player for a big game five. But the bigger thing is, like we're talking about the Lakers, they they, they, they kind of – and, again, that's why we talked about they wanted the Jazz. Not that the Jazz looked bad or anything. The Jazz went through straight, too. But they wanted to get out of this first round with as little, you know what I mean, wear and tear as possible. And yeah. – you wanted that, you could have got the six seed, to be honest with you. Could have gotten out of this out of this predicament. But, you know, now they're here, and now it's going to be a six-game series minimum. And that's just, that's, just, that's just a tough road to start the playoffs in. You look at all the teams in the East, and they're just 3-1, 3-1 sweep. You know, that's how you want to start your postseason. You look at even the Jazz, 3-1, you know, I guess. I wouldn't consider them. You know, we can say them contenders yet. But And then everyone else in the West is obviously 2-2. But we thought the Lakers would be, you know, that team. And the Clippers have started to look better. That's the issue, right? And now yep. they, you could even say they needed these extra games to figure out who they can play. Because I'm them. I'm just rolling with the tomb at the center until maybe we play the Lakers. Maybe. But, um for the Lakers, this is just we're not finding answers out, and now AD is hurt, and no one else really on this roster, I, I guess, other than Marcus Saul, stepped up to be a contributor that you would want out there. And now the question is, is do you put Drummond or Harrell in there? I think you have to put Drummond in there at this point, but that's a big issue as well. Um, and I wouldn't start either one of them. I mean, off the bench, I definitely wouldn't start either one of them. But Lakers are now. Kind of a mess, and they're going to need LeBron to save him for this game five, which I think he will, but that's not the situation I don't think they saw themselves in, right? No, not at all. Not at all. And it's just, this is what happens, man, when you just play around your food a little too much. And I know LeBron was trying to conserve himself, but this is like like we talked about. When you look at the Mavs and you have a 20-point lead in game three, you got got to finish that because you just never know the playoffs. You're the Lakers. You can't come out lackadaisical in a game four where you can really just bury these guys. Just put them down 3-1, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you could say, hey, man, AD, you're good for this game five. LeBron could turn it up or he could not. Who knows? But now he has to. Now you're doing those situations. That's just not really what you want. Um, but game four. Anyway, moving on. To something else last night was kind of a it was really a I don't even know if I want to say bittersweet it was just a little bit sad man because Lakers Suns played and me and you both talking and we expected the Lakers to win the game we expected a vintage LeBron performance mm-hmm. and instead the Suns came out there smoked them one by 30 um, Booker, 30, though. yeah, 30. 30 is that's the thing. 30 Booker had 30. Chris Paul was just running the show out there. He had nine points of assists. Cameron Payne off the bench with 16. He was big as well. Um, I just and LeBron 24 7 5. And 
Schroeder had zero. Obviously, we got to talk about that. And he had no, LeBron didn't have any help, but he left the court early and clearly did not look the same. His finishes were all, they were all like finishes you would expect more from a guard, right? There are no power moves. I'm watching him play. And you still don't know, because he very well might be able to do it. But I'm having the feeling, I'm like, oh, no. It's true. He's old now, you know? Even last postseason, he really would. You, I, I think last postseason, he might have been able to do this for a game. Maybe not two. He might have been able to get them out for a game. But we still don't know what AD's, you know, injury's going to be or whatever. But he just didn't. And, I, and you're watching early, and you're like, LeBron, take over. LeBron, take over. And I'm looking, and I'm, I'm watching him drive, and I'm like, oh, no. He scored a lot when Aiden wasn't in there, but with Aiden in there, I was like, oh, he can't. He really can't score over this guy. What One thing you? to also point out is he got zero free throw attempts. Yeah, exactly. And it's not because he wasn't getting the call. He was going to the basket a little soft. He really was. He's going for these like underhanded layups, fading five feet away. You know what I mean? Just yeah. stuff that I'm not used to LeBron even attempting. And again, he's not used to having to try to take them. So they were all missing terribly. And yeah. the rest of these dudes suck. Because it's they're built for defense, right? They're built to all be ancillary defensive parts, to not get killed on defense, not to score. They don't have any shooters. They're the second worst three-point shooting team in the playoffs. They don't have any any anyone who they can go out there and say, okay, you're not going to play defense, but you can just hit shots. And we talked about, like, the Hawks have, like, 10 of these guys. Bogdanovich, Gallinari, Porter, you know. We talk a lot about the Wizards are much worse with, with, without Batons. Um, playing well, and they just got nothing out of any of them. But what were your thoughts on this and the series of the Suns go up 3 2? It's this is a tough situation, right? Because obviously, Anthony Davis has a strain growing, so even if he plays in some capacity in game six. It's going to be in a limited capacity, so he's going to be not the Anthony Davis that we've known to see in the playoffs this year and last. And it's asking LeBron too much right now because you can't have Schroeder go out there and be a minus seventeen with zero points in twenty six minutes. That's just not that's just not getting it done. Fifteen minutes for KCP, he was a minus nineteen, zero points. That can't happen. You need some contributors. Like, Kuzma was the only one out there that could score. Like, you got a couple buckets from Taylor, but we ex- we always expect Taylor to score. It's about if he can get his, his minutes. And we know he's not the best defender in the world, so it's, you know, kind of take your poison. Yeah. So, I think, I think this Lakers team is vulnerable. I, I've been saying I thought they were vulnerable. But I was giving them the benefit of the doubt as the defending champion, having LeBron James on their team, having Anthony Davis. 
both being healthy at the right time, but it looks like they're both both of their health health is compromised. So if it comes down to the supporting cast, the Lakers, I don't have any faith in them. I don't think they're a very good constructed team. The pieces don't really fit. Um, and you got to give credit to the Suns. They're a young, up-and-coming team. Devin Booker's on that ascension. And you're seeing guys like Mikael Bridges make an impact as a 3-and-D player in this league. You're seeing Cameron Payne have a resurgence to his career in Phoenix because Chicago rid him off. And I saw some quote where it said that some anonymous coach or a scout from the Chicago Bulls said, we saw him practice two days and we knew he couldn't play at the NBA level. So he proved him wrong. And my thoughts on the series, I think the that... Scouts are the worst in the league. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my thoughts, like, on the series, I think that... I have to be honest. Like, I don't, I don't have faith in a, a big game six. Like, I thought it would be game five. Like, that was the one where he needed to go out to be the scorer. I talked about it. He needed to get a lot of field goal attempts. He got him up. He only he, he got some up, 19, but the game was pretty much out of balance. And it just wasn't – it just – no, it just wasn't the recipe at all. And it just – Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. And this is what comes, this is what comes with Anthony Davis. Like part of this is you, you know what you're signing up for. Like his history tells you he gets hurt and he gets hurt often. And you just, last year was a unique year because there was so much downtime between the end of the season and the playoffs because of how it ended due to the bubble. Arnell Bailey, just, here we go. I was wondering this too, though. Not gonna lie. This is a thought that crossed my mind too. But. I'm just, just saying, like, so it just makes you consider, like, would the Lakers have won a championship last year had they not been in a bubble environment, had they been play, had they just played 82 games? But that's uh, – Answer we'll never know. But for this year, I think I pretty much think the Lakers are done. That's what it simply comes down to. That's just looking risky right now, seeing as how the Heat just got swept too. And the only change they really made was Ariza for Crowder. Of course, you could say damn near Ariza played better this year. Um, and the Celtics also got out of there real quick, and they made the conference finals. The Nuggets are hurt, so we can't really say, what, you know what I mean? And the Celtics are hurt, too, but they've been bad all year, really. But, um, just about this, I, I say the 35, 30, 30, 35 shots is what you need. I'm looking at LeBron. I don't know if he's easy. Talk about it. It's not easy to get up shots, right? It's easy to yeah. say that. It's a lot of energy to get up that many shots. I don't know if he's capable right now. I really don't. Just looking at the time language we play, I missed the layup. Well, even worse than that, that happens. Happens everyone. Even the even the game even goes dead. But he got blocked by Tory Craig on a post up. I was like, oh no. That 
could have got a foul. He could have potentially got a foul on that play, but they right. didn't call it that way. Right. And no elevation. That's my issue. Like none. And we've seen I almost want to take back calling him the Lion King. He might have been not lying. Because even during the regular season, we've early before the injury, we saw him, you know what I mean? Be explosive. We saw him have that ability to just dominate games, take off. And a lot of people are going to say, one thing I saw was like, oh, yeah, last postseason, he kind of chilled because AD was there. In the regular season this year, I saw him take off without AD. That's why I'm like, he can't do it. But he just can't jump right now. Like, even when he goes by people, not really dunking it that much. Layups. Not, just doesn't look the same. Really doesn't. And... He, it's possible you might have been trying to see, but I don't I don't know. You never really know. I don't want to completely write them off. I have that much respect for him and what he could be holding back. But the big thing to me is Chris Paul sees his chance. He didn't play a great game, but you know what he did? He told them, look, we don't give them chances. Not gonna beat us. Four turnovers to 16. He said one way or another, even as a bad shot, we're getting a shot up. And as we saw, like like when they played the Warriors, that was the whole reason to beat the Warriors, turnovers. It was either turnovers or offensive rebounds was the reason they were beating the Suns. And now without AD, they don't get offensive rebounds. And now obviously without AD, you just saw Booker just immediately, oh, he's gone. I was just drumming down here. Go right at him every time. Layup lines. Layup, 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 layup. They're just like, damn, can't do anything. And it was amazing. Um, this is why I was defending Anthony Davis all season. Even I didn't know it was like this, though. Because Anthony Davis really is the whole defense and offense. With his ability to play defense and slow the game down there. And then on offense, slow the game down with his free throws. And I was like, dude, he is still hurt. Like, again, this is a complicated part of it. He's fragile, but his biggest ability is falling on the ground and getting free throws. And then, as we saw last game, he got bumped. And it was just the, just the, one, the one bump too many. And now, now you have a lot of issues, for real, right? Like, they go out and lose in this game six. Only thing I know for sure is that Schroeder isn't getting 100 million. That's the only thing I'm sure of. Everything else up in the air with this entire team. That's, that's been out of the air. That's been out of the window. Like you can toss that away right now. Like Schroeder's not getting 100 million. Getting Schroeder's not getting million? 84 million. <laughs> like, like that's just simple as that. Like it's also crazy how Schroeder. much they miss Rondo too, right? Like. Because they have no – LeBron's looking like, damn, no one else can even pass. Like, like no one else can even help me get somebody else a look here. Yeah. I don't really like – the thing is with this team is LeBron was supposed to play full-time point guard because they had this young stud, Anthony Davis, that needed somebody to set him up. Yeah. But without Anthony Davis out there, for LeBron to play full-time point guard and to have to respond – and to have to shoulder the responsibility of scoring, 
if he's not going out there like 2015, then like they don't have a chance. Well, Schroeder was supposed to help. Was. Yeah. You could throw that out the window. Yeah. Not over nine. He's not. I, I said it a long time on the podcast. I never thought Schroeder was that good. Not that he's a bad player, but I always thought he was a little overvalued. And I think in the playoffs, you start to see a little bit of that, that he's not as adept at creating his own shot as you would think, mainly because a lot of his scoring was in the second units against backup bigs or and backup guards. And mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to, to do that than playing all of these starters minutes against more elite defensive players. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he wanted all of this. He got it. That's what he asked for. He got everything he asked for. Billy Otis says, I got everything I ever wanted. My man, miserable. Yep. PCP scared to shoot now. He's only taking one shot. Letting Caruso jack up and miss threes. It's just down bad. It's just, it's just a bad situation. And I guess we'll see what happens going forward. Game six. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your Demetrius Mason. Joined again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And we have a special guest today. We are joined today by Dom. Yes, sir. We back. We rejuvenated. Brand new phone guy. No keys, but brand new keys to a brand new apartment. Ah. <laughs> new apartment. Bob hasn't come in here yet, so I have no furniture and I've been doing all the work. But what else is new? I've been doing it for the podcast, too. So you already know how that works. Hey, 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 you feel me? I mean, when, when you choose to be LeBron, you choose to be LeBron. Some people just choose to be Kyrie. Some people choose to be AD and out of action. So let's get right into it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 113-100 in game six, eliminating LeBron's first ever playoff exit. Boy, there's a lot to take away. In the first round. In the first round. <laughs> First ever playoff Sorry, in the first round. Right? <laughs> oh. His first ever playoff. Never lost. Exit. Hey, man. Damn. Never lost. <laughs> man, 16 1 in the playoffs. Jeez. Sound like the goat to me. Yeah. So last night, well, he lost. And anyway, um, Devin Parker went crazy. 47 points, 15 of 22. He went nuts in the first half, scoring 33 points and leading them to the win. Chris Paul, as we know, played a lot. 12 assists, 8 points. Crucial down the stretch. And Jay Crowder, he, Jay Crowder was back in full action. He went 6-9 and had 18. For LeBron, 29 points, 7 assists, 9 rebounds, and 26 shots. It just was not enough. Schroeder had 20. KCP with 19. But, hey, we knew it. They just weren't good enough without AD. They tried to make a stretch, tried to make a run down the stretch and couldn't do it. Dom says, you've been bothering me. Starts podcast. Here you go. Skip Carter. What are your thoughts? Hey, man. So basically, what I saw from this game was just, you know, 
I don't think it was LeBron's fault at all, honestly. He he fought back. He fought real hard to, to get back into it. Schroeder contributed his 20. KCP contributed his 20. You know, they did pretty much what they would want, what you would want from them to do. But the problem that we both stated, well, that all three of us have stated all year, is that they don't have any centers. All their centers suck. <laughs> so you got um, what's you got Trezzy two points. You got Mark zero. <clears throat> Obviously, Anthony Davis wasn't there, and Drummond was a DNPCD. You feel me? So that's all you needed to know about the team. The the center situation was bad off rip. As as Demetrius has stated all year, they might as well have kept JaVale or Dwight. Or they could have kept both, but they choose to keep neither. Even though Dwight ain't amazing for Philadelphia either. We'll talk about that later. But even though Dwight isn't like an amazing player for the 76ers, he's still better than what the Lakers have right now. And JaVale isn't literally isn't getting playing time for Denver. So, you feel me? And, again, AD went down with an injury. And, you know, I, I, I was listening to y'all on the podcast last time, and y'all hinting at it. But, you know, it, it the, the time, the first time the Lakers, well, the first time Anthony Davis, you know, had a very long playoff stretch was in the midst of a five-month break. And, you know, there's never been a question about his talent. He was a number one pick for a reason, and he could arguably go down as, like, if, if his career goes the right way and injuries wasn't, you know, a big part of it, he could go down as, like, a top five, probably top ten, but could go down as a top five power forward, whatever. But, <clears throat> you know, he's a very injury-prone player, and it just goes to say, would if he didn't have that five month break, would he have been healthy for that finals run? So, and I think that's a giant, I think that's a real question. But I was looking at this team, and you know who they're built like? <laughs> they're built like last year's 76ers, if you really look at it. <laughs> they're built like they kind of built like last year's 76ers team. They have a they had a weird fit with Drummond, with which is similar to the weird fit with um. Al Horford, they have an injury. They're they're at this point. You at this point, you can make the argument that Anthony Davis is the better player between the two. So you could say their best player is injury prone, and then their second best player, which Ben and LeBron, even though they you know cop, even though they LeBron's the best version of what Ben Simmons could ever be, but you know. They're like at this point in LeBron's career, he's old, so he's a bit more injury prone. And Ben Simmons came in injury prone, so it's just a it's it's a similar fit to that. And their bench just isn't much, just like the 76ers bench wasn't much last year. So you look at so you look at these teams and you're like, they're kind of built similarly, honestly. But then for Phoenix, I don't want you know take away anything from Phoenix, you know. Every every time Phoenix had a lead, they just never let go. And that's really what it came down to. These are these are games that you know make stars. Devin Booker was already a star. I think I don't think he's ever actually been voted into the All Star game. I think he's always been a replacement. But he just scored fifty to beat LeBron. So <laughs> I won't I won't say I I don't want to you know 
I think next series, if he if he takes him to the conference finals, I think that'll be the superstar reign. I think he's still right there. And you know, he did score 50 to beat LeBron. And that these are the types of games that get you there. And I do want to say he's there yet, but just because you know of how we the conversations we've had, I don't want to just annoy him immediately. So even though he did beat LeBron, but still it's different because there's no AD. It looks, it looks yeah. more like this LeBron had no help. So I, it's not if he just would have beat him. It's like, oh, they were injured. And okay. Yeah, exactly. If AD was there and he just did it, then, yeah, he's a superstar. I don't care. Yeah. But, like, that's that's the thing. You Like, he got – I got to see him do it against um, – who will he play? The Nuggets. He'll play – oh, yeah, Denver. So, if you do it against the MVP, then – even though the MVPs also want to injure team, so but he just beat another superstar, so yep, you know. Lake, I can hear LeBron fans in my head screaming this. Once you said AD had a five month break, um, they would like to tell you that he had a five month break this year as well. So, <laughs> for the record, don't know what are your thoughts. Well. Obviously, Devin Booker was the best player on the floor. Um, I figured going into the game that the Suns will win. Yep. That's why I picked going in. So I'm not surprised at the result. I'm surprised that it was a 30-point blowout in the first quarter or however early it was. Devin Booker scored 22 in the first. Just like, well, yeah, he scored 22 in the first. He had six threes. And it was good night. Like, And the Lakers were playing catch-up. And – it came down to simply not having enough star power because this isn't the LeBron at 100% being the young guy playing against veterans. He's the veteran playing against young guys. So the roles are reversed. So they're all attacking him. And it's just not – without help, he's just not going to be in position to do what he does best. And like you saw, he's – he can hit the three, but he's not the greatest three-point shooter in the world. He only was three for ten. He can't really get to the rim at the same rate that he could when he was younger because he's older. This is what was expected. He really changed his game to be more of a facilitator. But when guys aren't hitting their shots, it's not going to really look too pretty. And they're going to have a lot of possessions where they just don't get anything done. And against a team like Phoenix where Devin Booker's just filling it, you got guys like Jay Crowder started off amazing. He had 18. And you just got a, a Chris Paul that's just running the show and getting guys in their spots. They're going to be in a tough situation. And I think that for Anthony Davis, it's going to be it's going to have to be a wake-up call for him to look at what he's doing from a preparation standpoint to see how he can be more available to his team because this is a letdown. And – I think the, the Lakers will make changes. How drastic, we'll see. I don't expect to – I think maybe they do run it back with Schroeder. I wouldn't be surprised, but it's just not going to be on the contract that he thought. Um, so, it's a lot of questions for the Lakers going into the offseason. Um, all credit due to the Suns. They fought hard. They got the, the victory, and they on to the next round. I mean, it, what happened was, first off, there are a lot of people – Asking if Frank Vogel should be fired? No. You see the team? What was he supposed? He was trying everything possible. And in fact, they were down 30 and they got it down to 15, 13. They just couldn't break through that 15, 13. 
Um, but they got down to like 15 right around the middle of the third quarter, but they couldn't get any further than that. But what they did, the adjustment, I don't know if you guys stayed up and kept watching, the adjustment that they made was literally putting LeBron at the center, which I mean, yeah. you can't start a game off doing that. And I, I can understand why he would be like, all right, I really don't want to do this. I don't even know if it would work. But I was watching, like, oh, LeBron low-key kind of is the center, which, again, is why they want Anthony Davis to play the five and play small ball. He's obviously going to be a power forward. But then the problem is AD's too fragile to do that, and obviously yeah. we are, and that's the whole situation. Um, one thing I was thinking about, though, who – is this team built around, like, anybody? No. Like, no. It's not – I was like, it's definitely it's, not built around LeBron, and it's not really built around AD either. They just kind of make it work. But I think they're they're like weirdly built to have no defensive liabilities. But obviously, yeah. you, you lose your defensive stalwart, and they just have like zero shooting. And last year in the bubble, if you remember, I was one of the people, you know, freaking. I was like, man, the Blazers can kind of beat them because the Blazers have shooting. The Blazers have no defense, obviously. And, <laughs> but. Their shooting was less of an issue, maybe partially because of the bubble. I don't know. But they just had zero shooting. And I'm looking at the game and I'm watching and I'm seeing them kind of teeter, good 15, 13. I'm just like, damn. Because it just hit me. I was like, bro, this game is all on Wesley Matthews. And I went, yeah. Like, oh, that's the problem. And they just got him. And he he wasn't good enough to be on the Bucks as a three-point shooter. You know, they're like, you know what, man, you just you just don't get it done. And Wesley was fighting out there. This is not obviously to blame Wesley Matthews. He did all he actually could do. All you could ever dream of Wesley Matthews doing. 12 points, two of six. Hey, man, from deep. Hey, man, look, it's Wesley Matthews for you. But, again, they let Danny Green go. You're talking about, again, JaVale McGee was right there in the trade deadline. And we were like, why did they not get him, right? Like, just. Why? For what reason? Why not give him a chance? Because they give him a chance. Just let him go. (laughs) But I'm saying they let him go. But then in the trade deadline, he's right there for like a two. Yeah. Just, just what the hell would be? What what would have been the problem? Like we all knew, Montrezl Harrell was not the answer. Been saying it all year. Like that's an issue. Marcus all that's an issue. Drummond, we saw it last year. Exactly. We said, we said Drummond, he was on Cavs. We're like, that's an issue. All of them were issues. We knew it. Yeah. We knew it. Man, this is again brings you back to we're better GMs than these dudes, but we knew it. And again, (laughs) to just point out another thing, bro, Austin Rivers is just sitting right there for shooting. Yeah. There were plenty of people out there. Like, nah, we're good. Macklemore was good for a minute. Like a hot minute, he was a good. He really was a shooter. What happened? But yeah, you can't really rely on him to do much. Well, they only Especially played him for a minute. So yeah, I mean, he was he was right there in that big James Harden collapse against the uh, Warriors when they missed those twenty seven threes. So I mean, we know he's liable to fold. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Ben. He's right there with the Rockets in that point. A lot of people folded with James Harden. I can't hold that against all, all the players he played with. You know, not going to do that. Back to, back to this. No, I just they were just terribly built, and obviously we knew that 
kind of coming in, and we we kind of just gave them the credit of, well, they went there, and they, you know, it's LeBron. And it's him, the, the, the GOAT slash second GOAT credit. Yeah. I think it just simply came down to a lot of these other teams that were hot in the Western Conference were just unproven. You're just going with a proven commodity. And you look at LeBron and AD and you say, okay, they're defending champions. Maybe the Suns have something next year. Maybe the Jazz have something next year. But for right now, I'm going to just give them the benefit of the doubt because I need to see more from the Suns and more from the Jazz. And they're doing it. It just became uh, a situation when AD and LeBron got hurt because then they just started sliding down the standings. When they were the four the whole time, they were chilling, relaxed. Now, honestly, if they would end up at the four, maybe the Clippers would be the five. Uh, they, they'd be the Clippers. I still think they could be the But whatever. Um, I don't I don't know. I mean, you look at you look at the bubble, you look at, you know, that you you just see like they underperformed in the bubble, but throughout most of the season, they were a very good team. So you, so again, if we're gonna exonerate the Heat, I don't know if we've done it personally, but you know, a lot of play, a lot of people have you know exonerated the Heat for how they you know flamed out after making the finals in the bubble, bubble guppies. Every you're only good in the bubble, blah blah blah. But like the the Clippers had a bad exit, and it's like. Okay, maybe that was bubble related too. We saw, nah, 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 we, we heard Paul George, we heard Paul George nah, say, nah, nah. talk about his bubble depression. We saw how Lou Will and Trezzy both completely declined in the bubble. Now, Trezzy, again, he had, you know, he had a death in his family. I believe his grandmother died. We don't know how, you know, far that's, obviously that's a, that's a huge impact. To anybody. I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you right here. I'm not letting you go any more further with this. They're down three, two right now. We can talk about that in a minute. The, the, no, yeah. I'm not going to give them excuses for the bubble when they're losing in the first round this year. Um, but I get, what you're, <laughs> I get what you're trying to go with this is that is the ring fake. Is it, I wasn't even going. I wasn't even specifically doing that. I was saying. Well, for the, I was saying for the Clippers. You might as well just say it. Say it with your chest. I don't know why you brought the Clippers into this for what reason. <laughs> we were talking. Weren't we talking about them? Oh, because I was talking. I was talking about Trezzy. Trezzy was bad again. <laughs> Didn't even play this time. Just like he couldn't play last time. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Trezzy just isn't a playoff fit. He's a good regular season player because he can abuse guys sometimes. But again, if you're just going to put out a 6'6 center, <laughs> I mean, that can't play power forward because he's too slow. Yeah. And can't shoot. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's a, yes, he's a difficult fit on most teams. I mean, I think another thing this team was lacking, though, obviously, we, we've, we've hinted at it all year as well how this team needed Rondo. They just needed a point guard. Yeah. And and really, obviously, you know, the trade was the trade. But if you could have kept one player, <laughs> Lonzo really might have been the one to keep for real. Obviously, he, I think I think he was the focal point of the trade. Yeah, he was but, the damn, one for it to happen. That they, they were like, they were like, we'll take Ingram, we'll take Hart, but we need Lonzo. <laughs> yeah. It was so. like Ingram or Kuzma, but we need Lonzo for sure. Yeah, basically. So that we, so that we cannot make the playoffs anyway. 
Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you because, you know, I mean, Kuzma, uh, the team's just built really badly. And yeah. So I have a question though. If we're going back to last year, because I, I thought about this last night. Let's not even, let's not even say was the ring fake. Last uh-huh. year. Can you say, was AD the better player on that team or was it LeBron? Darnell, I want to know what you think. I thought it was LeBron. I thought AD, he started off the finals hotter than LeBron, but LeBron finished it and closed it. Well, not just the finals, though, the entire postseason, I thought AD. Well, go ahead. Dama, what, what are your thoughts? I'm interested. Neither. Neither. Cool. Rondo. Great great to have you back. What a jackass. <laughs> I think Rondo. I think Rondo was Rondo. the most I think Rondo was the most important piece to the to the title one. Rondo Rondo's importance was a little bit overrated to me. Yeah. I I, I think he's third just, important. He's not more important than Anthony Davis or LeBron James. I'm sorry. No. I think that his impact, you know. I think his impact getting the rest of getting everybody, getting the best out of everybody. Le, I mean, I would say LeBron, I, like obviously because he provided the offense on top of it. But I think, and then AD was obviously the defense. But, you know, in terms of getting everybody involved and who was an important cog to it, I think Rondo. Okay. Just completely ignored my question. That's like, I think that. At the very least, what we can say is that last year was a, is that they're more like a Shaq and Kobe. Where I think it's almost tied. And I just find that very interesting as far as just championships won. Because I don't know if we do it a lot. I've done it before in conversations where I kind of hold the Shaq-Kobe thing against Kobe a little bit. Because normally I have a Kobe, Tim Duncan discussion and, you know, how far you weigh in that, blah, 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 whatever. So now I have another question. Does this first round exit hurt LeBron's legacy at all? So I'm going to go with you. I personally don't think so. I think that he should already be cemented as the best or second best player of all time, whichever way you want to go. Do I don't think him? that. Where do I have him? Yeah. Personally, I have him one. But, again, I don't think it's like a – I really do think it's more 1A, 1B than, you know, 1, 2. I, I think that – I I don't think there's one that's definitively better. Just because, again, LeBron's had that longer stretch. And I heard you say – I was reading it last night. You said it's based on peak. But I don't think you can just take longevity out the equation. Cause that, cause then at that point, that's going to change a lot of orders up. That's when you start taking like a, a, you start looking at Kareem differently, because a lot of Kareem's, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people have Kareem at three. That's longevity. That's because you know, he played for so long. He got his six rings. He um, he got his six rings in like twenty years. So you know, winning rings. Yeah. And LeBron got LeBron got four. I'm saying it's partially a longevity thing, and it's a and it's a peak thing. You know, Tim Duncan got five. 
Um, Kobe got five, you know. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of players and you you just gotta look at whether it's peak or longevity. Do I think Jordan had the higher peak? Sure. But do I think LeBron had the stronger longevity in his career? Yeah. I mean, this is LeBron's first 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 round exit in 17 or 18 years or however long. And he had teams equally as bad as Jordan's Bulls were when he, you know, when when he was when he was coming up. And again, like Jordan had to play a bunch of super teams. He had to play like, you know, he had to play the Larry Legend, like I mean the Larry Legend Celtics. He had to play the Pistons, you know. So he did have to play some tough teams, but it's like LeBron did too. He had to play the the big three Celtics. He had to play, you know. Hmm. In the first round. If not I, in the first round, but again, he never lost in the first round until. So I want to first off. I want to. I want to. This. This. It's very important to me that we give context to these things. The year against the Celtics specifically, Michael Jordan lost in the first round was because he was hurt for most of the regular season, and they didn't run his play. Broke his foot. Broke yeah. his foot, right? Yeah, his foot injury, and they did. They didn't want him to play because they were trying to tank, and he dragged them into the playoffs as I believe the eighth seed. And they got in the playoffs in the last game, and then they had to play the Celtics in the first round. So if you look at what just happened to LeBron, that's also why he just lost in the first round. Full context: him and AD were hurt in the regular season, or they wouldn't have. Let me finish. Or they wouldn't have been a seven seed, and. So there you go. Now, I will say LeBron, this is the first time he had an injury like that. But, again, it was the only time Jordan had an injury like that. So, yeah. I will also say that we're comparing the 23-24 Michael Jordan. I was going to get to that, too. Year-old LeBron James. <laughs> That's another huge difference. We're talking about somebody who's at least in their athletic prime. Maybe he's not in his intellect prime. He's not in his skill prime, but he's at least in his athletic prime versus a 37-year-old who just came off an injury like two years ago, just had the least rest that he's ever had in the offseason after just winning a finals. Whether the ring is fake or not, he just won the finals and only had like a month off. So, and he's 37 in his 17th year where he's rarely – so Michael I mean, was in his athletic prime, he was also going up against a 67 win team that went 40 and one at home. That four Hall of Famers, but I get your point. I mean, LeBron went. LeBron lost against. I mean, isn't that who LeBron lost to in the finals? Yeah, Aside but from, talking about the first round. I'm just, I'm just talking about the first round exit. Thing. That's all I'm talking about. Okay, so that's he's all so that's so that's not the all. So how many first round exits did Jordan have? Like t- one, two, three. I might have two or three. Three? Three? Yeah, three. Yeah. I think he lost okay. to the Celtics or the Pistons each time. Don't remember. So aside from the one injury year, was he hurt the other two years? Again, he didn't have around a lot of talent around him, but neither did LeBron. And <laughs> we always joke about how bad the first the first Cavs team is. Darnell is from Cleveland, so it's like he he knows how bad that team was. So aside from LeBron, you had his teammate was out here talking about fucking his mom, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The team I mean, wasn't as bad. The team wasn't as bad as people try to frame it to be. 
it just wasn't built to be a championship team because they weren't in the championship window yet. Yeah. So it's like, what are they doing in the finals? It's like, man, this dude is just good. Like, it's like, imagine if Porzingis still stinks and Luka takes the Mavericks to the finals. It's going to be the same kind of thing. might happen, yeah. Very possible. (laughs) Very possible. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, Luka Luka priming himself up already to be be right there with them, so – I don't even care about top ten no more, man. This dude, this dude, Ravy, top three. <laughs> so in his, was that his? Okay, rookie year he lost to the Bucks in the first round, three one. Second year he lost to the Celtics. That was the injury year, and the third year he lost to the Celtics. Got swept both times. Uh, was okay. it seven seed, eight seed, eight seed? Okay, so he dragged his – so you said that was his rookie year? Rookie year, Bucks. Second year, Celtics. That was the injury year. Third year, Celtics again. That was like – the, the Bucks was like Moncrief in them, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I don't – it's not like – I'm not trying to blame him for his first round exes. I'm just like, you know, LeBron never had – <laughs> either I don't think LeBron made the playoffs his rookie year so they're, they're, you said what he didn't make it his second year either you say he didn't make it his second year no nah, he didn't make it to his third year I didn't right, know so. that well, that's him. Yeah. he was close he was close his second year good thing he didn't they were like because hey man that first round exit thing hey man this is his first time I'm very for- happy. You know what I'm happy about? I'm happy we're having this discussion to educate the people. Because I didn't know that he missed it his first two years either. <laughs> I thought he just missed it his first year. I did too. I didn't know it second year too. So and then we, we then we saw Dwayne Wade go to the, win the finals in his third year. <laughs> I think so. So I want to make it very clear. I think it's both, right? Like I think that the LeBron first round thing is a little overstated, but LeBron shouldn't be blamed for losing finals, for dragging this team there, right? Just like Michael yeah. blamed for losing the first round, for dragging this team there. So I think I, – I will say I will say only – let me think of the finals losses, right? So we got the Spurs mm-hmm. one, that one, the first one, that whatever. They shouldn't have been there. So that one I don't really think that's bad. The Mavs one, obviously, we know that one's bad. Um, yeah. The, the second Spurs one, eh. Uh, they were they were they were getting older, but he kind of uh, that one. The thing was, know. they were getting older, but they were getting older too. <laughs> like if his, older. That's the thing. The Spurs are already old, uh, yeah. but the yeah, Spurs yeah, were yeah. Like mad because they lost, and he. Was, I mean, Dwayne was just completely breaking down at that point. Um, and Pop was doing his little resting thing as well. I don't know. I don't know if the Heat and the other teams were doing it yet, but yeah. Pop was already doing. His Chris Bosh wasn't, wasn't Chris Bosh wasn't like prepared to be like second, which he had to be that year. So that yeah, one, maybe I'll give you the Warriors one. Everyone was hurt the first time, no. And then obviously we know for the other two they had KD. So you know. yeah. So like just put it, I would say if we're being completely, completely, completely honest, LeBron's like four and two in evenly matched finals, and MJ's just like six and zero. But that's not. 
I just I just think that the when 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 did LeBron lose in an evenly matched finals? Heat Mavs? I'm sorry, what? Okay, I'll give you that. What was the other one? one? Spurs one? That wasn't even evenly matched. I would say the Spurs one. I would say them versus Spurs second time. They shouldn't that one is they just beat them. I can't say it's not evenly matched. You just beat them. Just beat them. Nah, when you they shoot like the first records. shot that series, bro, like come on, man. There's nothing you can do about that. They broke records <laughs> against them, bro. <laughs> yeah, if, if we're exactly. being if, if you if you honestly look at the team, the team was only based upon three players and well, bunch of just role players and if one of and if one of those players is going just gonna be crippled basically if he's just gonna be not good the entire series then i mean it's only on it's only two of them what we're not gonna do time out hold up time out let's go back we're not gonna blame the heat's team construction all right because you know they kind of built that themselves they don't have money to sign anyone but role players. So, no, 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 no. They wanted to play together. And if their team was built bad at the end of the stretch, it's because they, they did that to themselves. Yeah. If we're going to we're gonna go there, too, if we're going to talk about evenly matched things, I mean, guys are making me do this. He did lose to Dwight Howard in the conference finals. So that has to be mentioned. But you acting like Dwight Howard wasn't as good as Dwight Howard was. Like it wasn't just Dwight Howard. It was Dwight Howard. It was two guard, two six two guards playing against two six eight wings. It was just a total mismatch. I'll make it fair. Demetrius just said LeBron just lost to Aaron Flalo. Hey man, Jordan lost to Shaquille O'Neal. Just saying. Just putting yeah. Putting full context out there. Young Shaquille O'Neal too with Penny. And there, and Rashard Lewis was on he was on steroids, dude. Hey man, I'm sure those I know I know for a fact those Cavs dudes were on some drugs. So <laughs> it didn't take the right ones, it happens. I I do think I I think that with with the debate though between LeBron and Jordan, I don't think it's like I really do think it's the either way. Because I don't think – I don't know if Jordan had to overcome, That's like, the teams, the teams, the teams. Huh? I'm, I'm going to – the only reason I hear what you're saying and I know where you're about to go with this, but I take Jordan because – and LeBron still has time for one of these moments. But I'm telling you right now, we will watch it one day. Jazz Bulls, 1998, game six. Robin is washed up. Pippen left the game. Very AD-like, bad back, and Jordan had to control every single second of the game. Came from behind, hit the game-winning shot. They get 43 that game in 86-85 game. It was ugly. How old was How old was he at that point? Was he like 34? Say 34. Okay. Well, Ryan, so I mean, Jordan never made the playoffs past 35. Yeah. Well, Hired for three. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, obviously the context is he retired, but still, like, it's just not. You just can't compare it. You can't compare LeBron at this age to Jordan because it just doesn't match. That's why you got to look at. I'm not. Comparing. You got to look at somebody like Kobe. Whoa. Just, that's why it just depends. That's why it all depends on well, what do you value more, peak or peak or longevity. 
the other thing, guys, you got with the, the whole thing with the longevity thing is it's like different now. Like there is much better, better medical staffs. Chris Paul's out here talking about getting a hundred million dollars for three more years at 36. Like, let's be real. Like, we gotta be, I mean, come on, I'm sorry. Like isn't uh, Vince Carr the only player that's played over like 40? Yeah. In fact, no, there's the only you said the only player? Not the only one, but like he's like he's played the most more. seasons in NBA history. I think he played like twenty one seasons. Yeah. No, but um I don't remember his name, but there used to be this dude on the Spurs that was like 42, 43. Like I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. why it slipped in my mind. It was some dude that was like forty five. No. <laughs> can't think of his Brent name, man. He used to wear number forty two, I think. You're talking about Brent Barry? No. What position did he? It play? was like a center. It was like a big man, like a power forward damn, or something. Damn, a forty-five-year-old big man. Fuck no. <laughs> damn, Tim was really carrying them team. If, if I'm not a bro, if I'm not a small forward, I'm not playing past like thirty-eight. Every a small forward or shooting guard, every other job got too much punishment or responsibility. Let me be a shooting guard or a small forward. Yeah, I think Jordan was 34, 35. I just wanted to double check on that. I'm not comparing – I want to make this very clear. I'm not comparing LeBron at this stage. We were having an all-time group discussion. So we're talking yeah. about their everything. And I just – the other thing is LeBron's second to me. I mean, I want to make that clear. I'm not, not going to be a hater or anything crazy like that. It's just – the thing about it is, I'm gonna just quit because anyway. But the thing about it is, Jordan still just did the one thing that I've never seen duplicated yet in NBA history, which young Jordan literally. I mean, LeBron did stuff obviously young that I've never that we're never gonna see again neither. But young Jordan literally would jump in the air to make a decision to whether he would pass it or shoot and wait for the other person to land before making the decision. Saw in like the first two finals he played. I was like, what the hell is this? And then just lit up. Man. <laughs> I've, just, I've just never seen anything like that. That's just me personally. I went back and watched. I was like, okay, LeBron's great. He's a little better. He's a little better. I've never, I don't think, I don't, I don't even know what that is. Like, I mean, every, every, you know, great player has, you know, great, has, has a great skill that nobody else will ever be able to recreate. I just ask everyone to go back, and it's time to do that for LeBron too. Because we might forget. Go back, watch LeBron games, watch the Heat Spurs series, but go back and watch those Jordan games too. You're gonna learn a lot. It's pretty crazy. Man, man said, watch the watch the Heat first series. I know y'all heard Dom trying to talk to me. I met the Spurs Heat the first time when they won, not the second time. Jackass. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he wants to see the shot. And, and and the dude, the old, well, the old second what series of LeBron's. Am I supposed to have people watch for real? Probably the Cavs Warriors one. Honestly, yeah, I was about to say the first one. Not even the one they won. The one they uh, lost for yeah. real. <laughs> they gotta watch the one that he yeah. lost because he yeah. snapped that it whole series. <laughs> that might be the greatest finals performance of all time. Especially in a loss, it gotta be in a loss, but that could be it the greatest loss of all time. Put this out there, it was better than this, but I think the only person in NBA Finals MVP in a loss was Jerry West, I believe. 
think he hit like, yeah. mm-hmm. like, like yeah, he or two in like a couple of those games and they lost in seven. So like the Yeah. Win. But um no, nah, I think LeBron yeah, it was it was that was insane. I was watching like dude, this guy and he just got a little worn down, I think. Obviously he had to do everything because they both got <laughs> Yeah. No, that one that one was crazy. If you're gonna make the good argument really but it's tough. It's it's always tough because you kind of it's obvious. It's not even his. Mm, to make the LeBron go arguments, it, they come kind of from his losses. Yeah. And that's just the tough. That's just like you. It can be done. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mad if you think LeBron's the goat. By the way, I mean this. this is it's, not it's, Exactly. Uh, it's it really is like a one A one B. Pick your choice for real. It's just like that's the thing. And the other thing is, to me, the other the other argument was well, he had to play against those Warriors teams with a KD. I don't love hearing that because I told Darnell this years ago, years ago. Uh, a young Demetrius told him this. I was like, hey man. With the heat move, even though it was necessary and he needed to do it, and I don't blame him for doing it, he he opened the door to the KD thing, opened the door for all of this, and now you see the Nets over there. We'll talk about them in a minute. But one thing I will say about that, he I, didn't start the super team, bro. I he do want to say that. I do want to say this about that before before we move on. But he started the free agency thing. That's I'm dude. He just did it. Sorry, sorry. The first guy to just leave. Those were trades. He didn't start super teams. That's not what I said. He started the free agency thing. The KD thing was so bad because it was a free agency move. That's what made it bad. They didn't give up. It was not. I, that's not exactly I what made the, K, the KD thing so bad. Like, what made what else made the KD thing so bad was the, the spike in the salary cap is what people don't remember. It was a spike in the salary cap to where Golden State was allowed to re- to sign Kevin Durant, but no other team could add that amount of salary to their roster because the salary cap was going down the following season. So it was no way for any team to match that move. So it was like you couldn't add four Hall of Famers on your roster because they wouldn't fit, but they would fit on Golden State. That was another part. It's also because hated about that. It's also because that was making like $10 million a year at that point because of his ankle injuries. They didn't have to pay him yet. I do have a question about that. I want to. I want to ask. I want. Um, so a lot of people, you know, they say that. I want to go to your point, Demetrius. You said that um, the Kevin Durant move was so bad because it was free agency. But then you see. But then, okay, is it really worse to leave in free agency than to do what? Say what Anthony Davis did wasn't like horrible. He just kind of said I want to trade and kind of was like yeah let me leave but like what James Harden did bro dude said to quit completely quit on the team insulted them demanded his way out of trade and said I'm not going anywhere unless I go to play with Philly or Brooklyn and I'm not re-signing anywhere else so is leaving a free agency really worse than going out there, being a bad teammate, and forcing your way out of a team, couple <laughs> being a malcontent. A couple things real quick. We we all lambasted James Harden for doing that. Obviously, Darnell was there. Yeah. We definitely did it. So to answer your question, I already answered it. And the whole thing about it, though, even though you say that, the Nets did have to give up 
Karis LeVert. They did have to give up a lot of picks. They had to give up, you know, Jared Allen, which we don't know if those will be issues going later in the postseason, but that's a very valuable bench player and a big that they need that they do not have now. Um, for what was, the other, what was the other move we talked about? Oh, the Anthony Davis move. We just, we just talked about how the Lakers are – they don't have any depth because they had to trade pieces to get Anthony Davis because he couldn't go there as a free agent, right? So that's the thing with the KD move and LeBron move. They got to keep their pieces. It actually added some, to be honest. So I mean, when you, when you look at the teams, though – I just want to make it I clear mean, the KD move is worse than LeBron move. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that it just opened the door – for people to leave in free agency. So if you're going to win two rings one way, doing it, then and you lose two the other way because someone else did it, I I don't I can't just I can't make that a lopsided equation, right? Like I can't just say, oh man, it's so unfair you had to play him, play against them when he chose to do it first and he won two doing it, and again he lost two because someone else did it. To me, that's just things one, getting out. Sorry. One thing I will say about that, that I think this is also an underrated aspect of it when, when we talk about his losses to the Warriors, but <clears throat> we saw him in the finals go get, you know, go get swept and then go win the one game. But, like, it as 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 crazy as the team looked, they weren't – they really weren't invincible. We saw, we saw other players that – well, other teams that kind of, you know – even in the playoffs, we saw other teams that kind of a little bit gave them a crack in the shell. Again, Kawhi got hurt. had a 3-2 lead on him. Kawhi, huh? We saw a team that kind of had a 3-2 lead on him. Yeah, Kawhi got hurt. We don't know how that would have went out, but the first, off that first game, yeah, you, you think they would have beat them. Actually, but now, now off that I look that, at it, they probably would have lost in like six or seven because you would have started choking, but – Full disclosure, I've changed my opinion on that. But either way, we've seen that they could have been they could have been got. There were it was capable to beat them. They were they were obviously a great team. But again, when the when the Kevin Durant move happened, the, the bench went away. And the bench the, the reason why the Warriors were so good was because they were the best offense, best defense best bench, best assist. They were just the best at everything. So yeah. <laughs> that's how you have a 73 and nine record. But, you know, when you lose your top level bench, obviously replace them with a top 20 player of all time. But, you know, they lost a lot of depth. So whenever one of them wasn't, whenever some of them weren't out there, they would lose a lot. So Kawhi and the, and the Spurs were able to, you know, get at that a little bit. And then we saw the next year, even though Iggy was starting to get worse, Draymond was starting to get worse, Livingston was starting to get worse. Like there were a lot of players that were declining. Um, we saw Harden and Chris Paul take it, you know, take it right to them, be up in the series. And it took Chris Paul getting hurt and Harden historically folding. <laughs> Harden and company historically being bad to lose that series. So the team could have been beaten. Again, this is right after um, – the second time, though, was after Kyrie left. And it was LeBron all by himself. And we already know what happened game one. And then LeBron just was just like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this series. Fuck this stupid-ass team. Fuck this ring. I don't care about this dumbass ring no more, bro. <laughs> so, you know, 
the the team was beatable. Really quick. There's just so many. The thing about LeBron's career is there's so many more layers to it. Like Kyrie left and he even apologized to LeBron. Sorry, I kind of overreacted there, but he did leave. Yeah. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron. And then from that point to the championship, we got to remember. You can't really blame. You you can't blame LeBron for Kyrie's actions. I'm just saying that there are layers to it. I didn't blame him. I'm just saying. But let's let's keep this in mind, though. Whether I want to – maybe I am blaming him because you know what? He's the most dramatic player of all time. I watched him last night be like, all right, I'm about to quit if y'all don't do something. If somebody doesn't do something, I'm gonna stand at half court and not do anything. He does. He does have that tendency when, 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 when he just feels like he's lost. He's just like, all right. <laughs> Definitely, he's done it multiple times. He didn't do it last night, but he was about to. He was teetering. He was right there, and Frank was like, all right, I'll just play you at center, and fuck it. He's like, okay, that works. I can try now. And it, they, they, they tried, but, but the other thing is, is we had. He was older, but no AD missed the playoffs. He got hurt, too, so the injury had a lot to do with it. But, again, he played a year older than Jordan. That's what I mean. It's just a lot of different layers. And he still has time. Like, so my question would be, like, if he wins another championship and he's, like, the second guy, which I think is very possible, they could do it next year. But, again, I don't know, actually. It depends on AD's health. Be completely honest. It's the only should be fact. And they probably need another piece. They do. But, they need another. They honestly, at this point, at this point, man, if we're just gonna watch both of them flame out in the first round, man, go ahead. Go. I know you said it. You said it last time on the podcast, bro. He should just go ahead. He he did it. He did all he had to do. And we'll talk about him. Maybe another hour once we're done talking about LeBron. Yeah, we, can, we can go there. We can go there. Too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, full disclosure, we have, never, we have never talked about this conversation on air before. Ever. This has never happened. <laughs> we've been built. We've, 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 we've waited a whole year. A whole 103 episodes, actually, to be exact. To have this conversation. Yeah. 